Shirley, I'm gonna win that prize for you and your boys. That's nice. Shirley, I'm gonna win that prize, but not for you and your boys. That's less nice. Oh my God, you've been hit. What? Oh no. Wait, wait. It's blood. <laughs> I thought it was pain, but I'm just bleeding. Talk about luck. Ugh. Good morning, Greendale. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Here are your morning announcements. Today, we're talking about Community Season 1, Episode 23, Modern Warfare. All right, Ben. I think we have a more successful opening bit this time lined up because I have a good idea for once. Okay. Okay. For once. I know that most of the time I don't, but Uh for once, I finally do. My question for you, my friend, Ben. Mm-hmm. If we were in a game of paintball assassin, where okay. we both where the let's just go with the entire city of Portland wanted to win this this whatever prize it was. Let's say okay. I don't know. It's a joint a, they found on the ground. No, that's <laughs> fair. Uh, a, a lifetime subscription to the best beer ever. Uh, what is it? Uh, the uh, uh, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Uh, th- I think like it does, the, but continue. Wh- whatever the best beer is, I don't. Uh, I I think I know uh, what is it. One best there, beer, please. One best beer. You get to go, well. Okay, never mind. Let's let's say it like this. You get wherever you go, you get free beer for an entire year. Okay. Wherever you go, you know you go to the grocery store. You could walk out with all that beer as long as you flash your I got I get free beer card. Um, and everybody in the entire city limits of Portland is playing this game. Okay. How fast would you turn on me? Um, I mean, okay, first of all, uh, I thought I was going to get a good bit. So, Sure, hold on. I do want to point out that for the purposes of the bit, you and I are, I don't know, in the same place for whatever reason that is possible. And my wife hasn't turned on me yet. I mean, look, here's the Because my wife is going to turn on me the first second possible. Here's the thing. You're, You're predicating this on the fact that I believe that I have any chance to win whatsoever. Because free free beer is great. Don't get it's me great. wrong. However, the alternative is I immediately lose the paintball game and then I go home and I play the Switch for a bit and then take okay. a nap. <laughs> okay. You know what? Nap that is sounds good. pretty rad. Um, I think so. Here's the thing. I I would be willing to give it a sporting chance for the fun of it. Okay. Right. Like I'm not so- immediately going to be like well, this is dumb, and then, like, shoot myself in the foot or whatever. Sure. I'm, yeah, you definitely go foot, because anywhere else would really mm-hmm, hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a sporting chance, Okay. Uh, but I'm not going into this expecting that I'm going to win, so I'm not actually going to turn on you at all, because I figure I'm going to be out in about 15 minutes. So... I see. So there, there's no... I don't need to betray you if I'm going to lose anyways, right? So let's go within the fiction of the show in which we are the only two people that have that speak on the show that we're talking about right now, Good Morning Greendale. Um, and we, we have plot armor on for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this works, but definitely Britta and Jeff have plot armor on this episode. Let's say we have plot armor and we don't know it, but we're we're able to make it through. At what point do you turn on me? I um, want to have a definite answer and not one where, well, I've lost and I'm playing the switch and Mike's Mike's already out too, probably. 
playing the Switch. We're playing Mario Kart together online. Do we have sex at any point? Because I feel like that factors into this. That is a good question. And you know what, Ben? I'm open to it. If, I mean, if, it, if, it, if it helps move the plot along, I'm up for it's, it. It's some plot sex. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Laura seems to have a differing but similar question about when we do it. I mean, we don't do it until we are the last two, uh-huh. I think. Um, we well, okay, we don't we don't have plot sex until it is convenient to the plot. So, um, sure. we we have to it has to be at a point where we feel like, oh snap! I assumed I was going to be out in fifteen minutes, and I was just going to go home and two. play Mario Kart and then take a nap. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh snap! we might actually manage to to do this. So then the plot sex, and then I turn on you. Okay. I think that is my... Um, but even that, it's it's sort of a nebulous answer because it is dependent on that feeling like I might actually win this thing. Right, okay. Because so until, you- until that moment, I think I'm inevitably going to lose, and it's not worth it to turn on my, my friend Mike. Mm-hmm. Possibly, you know causing a major schism in the good morning greendale mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh community as well because there will be team ben and team mike and we don't want that mm-hmm. exactly we want a united group of fans so that we take down our our rival the city college podcast matt in the chat says chang is banging on the door podcasters are banging inside the door it's beautiful it's it's um, poetry really Okay, important question. When do you turn on me? Okay, so the same caveat exists because I'd assume that I'm out in 15 minutes and taking a nap. <laughs> uh-huh. So we both assume we're really bad at paintball is what I and, just heard. <laughs> I mean, I've played paintball before. I didn't want to leave cover. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played paintball before, but I have played Fortnite. And the only time I got even remotely close to being in first place was when I did nothing for the entire game and then in the last 10 crawled out and sort of shooting wildly. So you know what? that's going to be my same paintball strategy. I'm going to you and me just I'm lying bash down in walls some... and collect <laughs> their resources. I'm going to hide somewhere and listen to all the gunfire going on. And then when I'm like, oh yeah, there's probably about 10 people left. I'm going to be like, all right, here we Now's go. my chance. Everyone else is tired from running around and shooting. <laughs> and all I've been doing is collecting bricks and taking a nap in the bushes. Time to win this thing. Sometimes I'm going to get all that free beer. In the bushes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, this is all very good. Now, when would I turn on you? And this is also assuming we both made it and assuming my wife hasn't probably, let's be honest, in the plot of it, my wife has attempted to turn on me and somehow I got the better hand. I don't know. That doesn't seem reasonable at all, but the writers chose that way. I'll, I'll allow it. Um, I am also hashtag team Stacy. So that's that discussion. <laughs> um, for whatever reason, Stacy's out of the game after apparently trying to turn on me, taking getting taken out somehow. And it's just me and Ben, probably, I think, down to the last two. And I think it's like, who could really use this beer? And at that point, I don't even think I'd turn on you. I think I'd turn on myself. Like, no, Ben <laughs> deserves this beer. Okay. Yeah, so we are basically just pawns in the chess club. That is accurate. That's actually pretty, actually pretty fair. We can we can dream for the day where we get transformed into a queen, but realistically, we're we're just gonna get uh, taken out pretty quick. Look, 
We're going to get way, sacrificed early on. The only way I'm getting turned into a queen is if RuPaul walks in that door. And I don't think RuPaul is walking through that it's door. It's the biggest twist of this paintball match. Uh, should we <laughs> talk about Modern Warfare, the community episode? Yeah, let's, I mean, we kind of already have a little bit. We are more on topic than usual for once. And Probably because we actually like this episode <laughs> and want to talk about the episode. Yeah, spoiler, uh, this episode rules. So <laughs> Yeah, grades. We liked it. This episode starts out in the hallway. Uh, Jeff is giving a rant about how raisins don't belong in chocolate chip cookies, which I'll agree with, but only because I actually prefer oatmeal raisin. Um, I think we've discussed this before. I think we have. That's <laughs> My the favorite about, part about this is that we've just discussed everything already, and now we can just say, hey, didn't we do this? Let's do it again, shall we? That's the thing about doing a whole previous podcast over the course of three years. Right. Is that all of a sudden it's like, this is a new podcast. We've never spoken before. Hello, Mike. My name is Ben. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. You know nothing about me, good sir. Here's my story about uh, how I don't like chocolate chip cookies and I prefer uh, oatmeal raisin cookies. And you're like, that's an interesting fact. I just learned about you. This is new information. This is new information for me, Mike, from Good Morning Greendale and not from Back to the Futurama, Mike. Anyways, chocolate chip cookies are fine and oatmeal raisin is fine. Chocolate chip with raisin, a little weird. There's also a a uh, what I called skate punk, but that sort of paints a, a terrible picture. It, it's a he's a roller he's like, disco yeah. guy, but roller Jeff calls him a guy. punk, which is why I called him a skate right. punk. And now I'm like Tony Hawk. Well, I mean, he's got a a huge afro. He's got headphones on. He squeezes between them, um, and then Jeff calls him a punk, um, and Britt is like are you 80 and jeff's like he was he's the one trying to bring back disco in the study room they're still arguing about you know whatever i don't even they they bicker a lot in this episode and i did not write down any specific bickering moments oh yeah uh but but i do want to point out before everybody shows up but before the bickering comes to the study room uh, shirley's talking about her boys are going to make her breakfast in bed for mother's day but i mean she's going to make the the breakfast and and they're going to bring it to her but it's going to be nice and then they want to and she wants to talk about oh the boys did the cutest thing last night they said mama and then jeff come in and be all sexual tensiony right um there's something about like if i'm the fun police and you're the director of funland security uh and everyone just not a bad comeback but also like i mean it's i said it's not bad i didn't say it was good everyone just groans and they're like oh not this again ben over here is not a fan of funland just want to put that out there hey i'm what can i say i'm a buzzkill it's it's my brita nature the Gang gets on their case uh, about all this sexual tension, and they're like, "No, I mean, we we just bicker, and and you know, there's no like sexual tension." And Shirley says, "Just like Sam and Diane, I hated Sam and Diane." And by the way, my Cheers shirt I'm wearing right now, <laughs> uh, totally accidental. And Annie does not know who Sam and Diane are, which is sort of like not knowing who Winona Ryder is, but. Uh, that's fair but one, i do know one who generation removed mm-hmm. that's fair uh, do you know who uh, sam and diane is yeah yeah i know of them i've never watched cheers and i don't I, I mean you seem to like it who is sam malone 
He is the main character of Cheers. He is a man. Okay, what does he do? He's not the mailman. That's Norm. <laughs> nope. Try again. Uh, he's not Fraser. That's true. Uh, Sam is not Fraser. That's correct. I'm assuming he is Ted Danson. That yes, that is correct. Okay. He's Ted Danson on Cheers. Is what that is. <laughs> uh, he's. I he's, did it. He's definitely not Norm. My favorite character at all of all uh-huh. Cheers. Uh, Norm's not the postman. That's Cliff. Wait, is Norm of- then the? Norm's oh, the guy who's always in the bar and always complains about his wife. I fa- uh sure. Now is Ted the or Ted I called him Ted. Is Sam the bartender then? Yeah, Sam's the bartender. Okay, I nailed it. And Diane is a waitress at Cheers and they have a oh, whole so history. Oh, so it's a workplace harassment. It's a workplace harassment kind of thing, exactly. Cheers proved that workplace harassment is funny. Moving on. <laughs> um <laughs> Speaking Good, of I'm- harassment, I'm glad that I got a cheers spoiled for me. Excellent. Let's keep going. Let's talk about harassment. Speaking of harassment, uh, from from washed up 80s characters, Pierce says, you want my advice? Just porker and move on. Right. Um, Fortunately, the Dean's here to interrupt and save the scene. Uh, He reminds everyone of the spring fling on the quad today. Uh, He is making quite aggressive hand on shoulder contact with Jeff. Um, and the spring fling will inc- include a game of paintball assassin with a prize for the winner. It was a Blu-ray player, but now it's stolen, but it was stolen. So now it's TBD. Troy wants TBD. Doesn't know what it is, but he wants it. So it hasn't, it doesn't have anything to do with TBD. Um, but the, the like desperately wanting a thing, you don't know what it is. Reminds <laughs> me of when I worked at a grocery store in college. Sure. The grocery store was doing like a charity thing to like raise money for breast cancer. Okay. You know, when you're when you're at the checkout and they're like, would you like to give a dollar to you know, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Yeah. You're doing and a good whoever, thing for somebody somewhere. Whoever got the most donations would win an iPod. And this checker that worked there did not know what the heck an iPod was. Mm-hmm. She kept calling it an iPox. And Is it, it, did you work with Britta? Uh, no, I did not. She wanted... The iPox, as she called it. Uh, she didn't even have a computer. I don't know what she would do with it. She had no idea what this was. All she knew was that it was a thing she could win by being the best. And boy, howdy, did she try. So she, what you're telling me is that this this person is competitive. Yes. And... D- does not matter what where that uh-huh. is channeled, just that this person is competitive. Correct. So I want, no, before we move on, I do want the conclusion to the story. Did she win? Oh, I don't. I don't actually know um, oh. because I don't. Um, you, you weren't. Invested. I didn't care. Well, I wasn't. A, I was just a lowly bag boy. No, I like, understand. I I think in the couple of times I filled in for checking, I made maybe like four dollars in donations so what do i care if i well, want it no it's not it's more about a rooting interest at this point like if she was a checker that everybody liked at the store and and she was like and everybody's like and then she if everybody's cheering for her and she's at the end of the 12 days of doing this and she's quickly ringing up everything and it's da 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 and then she wins and then she holds up this ipod and she has no idea what to do with it. Exactly. It's like Rudy. We're talking cheering. about Rudy. The crowd's cheering. Linda won the iPox. She has no idea what it is. 
Amazing. And then she learned she learned just enough to listen to uh, Captain and Tennille on her iPad or uh, iPod, iPods, whatever. I don't know what it is anymore. Um. Well, so here's the thing. Your entire feeling is predicated on the fact that anyone at that store liked each other. Oh, um, see, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> literally everyone at that store hated literally everyone else. So it was cool times. That and sounds like I quit a, that job and it was great. Yeah, it sounds like a good reason to quit a job. Also sounds like a fun environment to do work. Oh, yeah. Especially when all your managers hate each other. But oh, they no. all have They all have equal say about how you spend your time because they will use you as a pawn like you are in a game of chess and you will never become the queen. Sure. So, And, and I think this is how both of us feel, uh, why we both feel like we are pawns in the game of life. I mean... I absolutely am, and it's fine. Um, I mean, it's not fine. We deserve. I want. Let's become queens, <laughs> damn it. So, anyways, um, it's not fine. Uh, paintball assassin. I think you said that. TBD. That's how we got on this. Yes, <laughs> Troy wants TBD, which sounds like a sex disease. Jeff is really mad at everyone oh, because they're man. still on this like, oh, Jeff and Britta, and so he's like, "There's no Britta and Jeff. I'm going out to my car to take a nap." And uh, so he does, not before he holds the door open just long enough to have the uh, disco, roller disco guy slam into the door. Um, Yep. Which I feel is maybe a little needlessly rude. I mean, you shouldn't be roller skating in a community college. Uh, But I feel like like that's one step too far. Sure. Now, I I will say that he, he, the first time we see him, he is not he has spatial awareness while he is roller skating somehow though he is forgot like he doesn't realize that the door is open i mean it's a glass it's a glass door so if you're moving fast it's like a bird a bird hits a window but if you put a bunch of obstacles in the bird's way it's gonna fly through those sure if you put if you put a, a glass door in the way it's gonna hit that thing right but now we're giving the same amount of intelligence from a bird into this disco skater guy i mean he was a disco skater in the year 2010 so i can only imagine look man people have their own interests britta is listening to a walkman because it's retro like come on man it's fair uh (laughs) people can like what they like let people like what they like jeff goes out to his car one hour later he wakes up thank you for that disco dance on camera i appreciate it (laughs) i made sure it was on camera Jeff wakes up one hour later, and uh, it is an immediate change in how the rest of the episode is filmed. There is the sounds of paintballs, uh, like paintball guns going off. You hear someone scream. the The sky is like a a. Um, it's like a sepia tone. Yeah, the sky is like a cloudy, like orange. Like it's it, everything. the 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 lighting is all dark. It's like a sort of war-torn sort of look. Uh, there's litter all over the place. Everything's covered in paint. And Jeff just kind of wanders around, um, not sure about what the hell is going on. Right. Uh, he walks into a building and hears Garrett groaning, and he is covered up by what seems to be a sign for the spring fling. Uh, Garrett's like, the paintball game started, and the dean announced the prize, the prize. And everyone turned on each other like animals. But before Garrett can tell Jeff the prize, the dean announced the, the prize, the prize, 
We we turned on each other like like animals. What was the prize? Was this is not over. This is still happening right now. And then Leonard shoots him with a paintball. Uh huh. Uh, also, yeah. Then every gun in that we're gonna describe is a paintball gun. Like there is no like there is some physical pain, but there is not like death impossible. Yeah, it is. Um, astounding. I feel like how, we should probably much... put that up front of like, hey, content warning. We're gonna talk about pulling guns on people <laughs> for like the entire time. Yeah, it's um, it's sort of amazing how much of my notes is he walks into the office and pulls a gun and starts shooting wildly. Yeah, like, and it's a comedy show that is presented <laughs> as comedy. This uh, starts the whole uh, crux of the episode. It just it becomes just an action movie from here it's on. It's a out. good one. Um, and like this, this is this right here. This chase scene where Leonard chases Jeff down the hallway is the moment that community changes what it is. Yeah. Like it, it just, it's all of a sudden like, okay, before we were like lovable misfits at a community college. And now it's like, who knows what this show is? Right. This, is, this show mean, could be anything. And, and we got a little bit of an indication that this might happen in contemporary American poultry where it kind of like, turn into a mob movie uh, in mm-hmm. fact it turned into goodfellas as we were admonished on twitter by a teenager thanks greg <laughs> except he specifically said his name's not greg his name's not greg but his name is greg now your name is greg thank you for listening um i <laughs> but yes this is when it when community kind of really steps on the genre pedal and just kind of floors it and says you know what we're an action movie now let's go uh abed comes in and um he does a like i think it's sort of so okay i should just point out up front that there are a lot of very specific action movie moments right that like in addition to as a just trope in general it is also lampooning a lot of very specific moments and we're not gonna be able to get them all uh just i'm not gonna be able to give you many (laughs) But I'm pretty sure this first one is sort of a Matrix thing because it sort of plays that same sort of like chord that is under a lot of the like Matrix stuff. He he jumps kind of off the wall and he, um, you know, shoots at at Leonard and hits him. And then um, Leonard tells them that they suck. Abed, obvious Terminator reference uh says come with me if you don't want to get paint on your clothes it's very good i mean it's, it's all very vi- good i mean to be fair everything's very good everything is like everybody is wearing like the most post-apocalyptic gear you could possibly wear that's uh-huh. and it's just so terrific i just yeah, love abed's this. abed's wearing like goggles and uh they go to a, the classroom he's got a bandolier and, um, of paintball <laughs> paintballs it's great yeah they go to a classroom and troy is wearing like athletic gear as sort of a um, yeah, like he's got shoulder pads on and stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's pretty great. So yeah, they're they're in this classroom. Uh it is it is uh very I described it as like a war command center, like it's That's sort fair. of a base of operations for Troy and Abed. And uh they are explaining what's going on. The last person standing against the prize. Mm-hmm. And I they, do wanna... they very clearly covet the prize, oh, yeah. like 
Has everyone lost their mind? It's just a game of paintball. Yep, with one rule. Last man standing gets the prize. The prize. Sorry, you're going to say something. Yeah, when Jeff comes into the base, uh, Troy's like, you son of a bitch, and like gives him a big hug, which feels like a very specific action movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, um, the music swells. It's very good. But yes, the everybody is starry-eyed over this prize, and, and it's priority registration. They finally say what the prize is. Um, we've been tantalizingly teased for the last you know, two minutes. Yeah. And I've been pretty excited about the tease the entire time. And Jeff goes from like, okay, we like, what? And then he, he like, he's like, what stops? Why would you even can't wait? And then he's like, does that mean what I think it means? Like you could have first choice of your classes next semester. Easy sugar bear. But you could schedule all your classes on a Monday and then take a six day weekend. You can do a lot of things. He he is immediately like he immediately tries to go for the gun that is on the table because now it is it, it went from this is the stupidest thing to I need to win that right yesterday so like, I could have a he, six week weekend or six day weekend right um, which would love in I mean in fairness that sounds pretty good but that's going to be a real heavy Monday. Yeah, it's a real heavy Monday, and I thought about this while I was watching the episode, so more content um, is that think about what happens if all the tests line up. You have six tests on one day? Yeah, finals finals is going to suck. I mean, that is like... If you have to do all those finals back to back, oh Mm -hmm. man, you're screwed. It's one of those things that sounds right until you're like, wait a minute, hold Uh on, I have to really think about this. Right. Uh, so Jeff immediately goes for the gun and they stop him. They des- they describe that um, they figure they'll partner up until they're the last ones standing, mm-hmm. at which point they'll inevitably have to turn on each other. Right. But that way, their individual chances are better right. by teaming up. The longer they wait to split to turn on each other, the longer they last. So it's better to team up mm-hmm. until they know that they're the last. Mm-hmm. And apparently, a lot of other teams are doing this. Um, it started with uh, the uh, drama club, um, and then uh, the the Glee club did it. So there's a couple more. There's there's more digs. I think at the debate Glee. the debate club started it, but they fell to infighting. Yeah, which sorry, is a very said, funny gag. I said drama, but yes, you're right. It is. But the uh, drama debate. D- the drama club does get called out because their tears will be real today. So yeah, there's more digs at Glee, which uh, is wild because Glee was like a huge hit at the time. And it's just more needless jabs at like, man, I hate Glee. To be fair, we haven't even gotten to the major Glee barbs yet. It's explained that the the Glee club is setting up traps so that people fall into them. And uh, Jeff's like, really? And people fall for that? Yeah. Like- They're basically like sirens. <laughs> They're luring people into traps with snipers. It's... It's pretty great. I I do love the and so the the funny thing is is that uh, now watching it and uh, oh Matt says uh, in the chat Matt says Glee was filming on the same lot at the same time so that's clever that explains um, why they reference it so mm-hmm. much but I just I just love it because now watching it you know here in the future. Um, it is it's wild to have all of these glee references because like at the time glee was like huge um and now it's just as much of a footnote 
as community is. Hey, so, sometimes you, know. you got to punch up at, at the other show that on is that is way more popular than you are. Uh so uh, <laughs> there's Jeff a reason also... this show got canceled multiple times. <laughs> Uh, we only we only talk about shows that get canceled multiple times. That means we can't talk about Family Guy until it's canceled again. I mean, it's already been yeah. What I don't want to talk about once. Family Guy. It's I don't want to. I don't want to talk about I, Family even Guy. putting it out there is like too much for you, Ben. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk about Family Guy. So <laughs> just like not even entertaining the joke. Oh no. No, no, no. Not Not even a, I'll bit. talk about American Dad before I talk about freaking Family Guy. Yeah, but American Dad like, is good. Well, apparently I'm assuming it's still is. American American Dad has Patrick Stewart as his boss. It does. So that's worth talking about. Also, Weird Al apparently did a parody on uh, uh American Dad recently. Recently that wasn't written by him. So it's wild. Whatever is happening, I don't understand. Yes, it's at this point where Jeff also says I'm all for winning, but not. But let's not all resort to cheap ploys. And he takes his shirt off, and mm-hmm. so he's just wearing a tank top, which is, for one, it is um, Chekhov's tank top for references later on. Mm-hmm. But also, it's I like that. Like, oh well, we're in a competition with Glee, so better get uh, uh, better get sexy. Better get Joel McHale to take his shirt off. Which, to you be know, fair, not wrong. Laura in the chat asks if I want to talk about Family Guy, and uh, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> I feel like we would talk about South Park before we talked about Family Guy. Hey, if we talk about South Park, I get to talk about Colorado more, and you know how horny I am for that. So, I how do I always forget South Park is in Colorado? How do I always forget? Somebody from the chess club is just outside the door, um, and so they, they managed to chase him off, uh, and Abed's about to go running after him. Or maybe Troy, one of them's about to go running after him. Uh, Jeff is like, it stops and is like, no, no, no. He's just a pawn. They realize that it's just a pawn. And they roll out a chair with a sombrero as a, as a decoy. Um, and uh, they exit the room from a different entrance and shoot the uh, chess club in the back. Checkmate, bitches. They, you know, congratulate themselves and they they wander off. They go into the cafeteria where they find... Starburns and Pierce stealing from the vending machine, which honestly, baller move. Baller move. Also, it seems like the glass has been broken, so it's just like free, not free, but like a free for all. Mm-hmm. Um, Pierce is like, "Did you three created an f- alliance without me?" And it's like, "Are you with Starburns? I not if I can be with you guys." And he shoots him in the side. It's just Starburns. Uh huh. Like. Ouch for Starburns. To be it's fair, Starburns should know he's Starburns. You know, you would think that, but if he knew he was Starburns, he would probably do something about that. I Maybe think that's he, just me. I mean, you know, you we've talked about Starburns almost at length, and I think we're going to continue to do so. But I do think Starburns knows who he is, knows where he's at. I think he also, for whatever reason, also leans into the meta of the show. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I accept that as a premise. But I think he just knows, like... Well, I'm I'm a co- weird fringe character in a television show. Let's just wear the starburns. They decide to take a pee break. Um, Pierce says he's going to watch because uh, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't need to pee. Uh, he's, he's wearing, wearing a, diaper a diaper for the game. For the for the game, he wants for to specify. 
Uh, so they they go into the men's room. They all stand at the urinals after mm. Jeff checks under the the stall doors. Right. Good. Good. Good check. Abed looks up. Not though. good enough, though. Yeah. Right. Abed looks up and notices that there are some uh, some some dripping paint, and there's paintball outlines around where you know a man would be standing to use the urinal. Hmm. And so they all the ladies come out of the the stalls and also annie was hiding in the trash can which the image of her just popping up out of the trash can is phenomenal it's, it's such a wonderful image i love it so very much and uh so my my biggest my biggest thought here is like they were all in here to pee so how how did the, how are they spinning around and you know I mean Abed kind of realizes what's up but I figure two of the three guys have their dicks out right now I mean let's be real about what's going on so sometimes <laughs> so, now now I've never been in a war situation I'll put it okay. that way but if you're peeing and you are immediately confronted with a uh an ambush situation. The most important thing is to try to make sure that you are safe. Mm-hmm. And in that situation, it is turn, grab gun and, and aim, not mm-hmm. zip up, you know, put, put it back in, zip up, turn around. You got to go decisive action. So yes, their dicks are out and that is uh-huh. okay. Uh huh. Um, I mean, look, you sneak up on, a, a guy at the urinal with a paintball gun and he spins mm-hmm. around and his dick's out. That's on you. Like exactly. Yeah. Matt in the chat also says, can we talk about how baller a move it is that the ladies chose to set up an ambush oh, yeah. in the men's room? And I agree. It is pretty amazing because it, like, it is very clear that the three women in community are smarter than the four men on community. Uh, it is known. Yes. So Abed suggests that they merge teams and Jeff and Britta are still quipping at each other and arguing and bickering and everyone just puts their guns or trains their guns right on the two of them and scream at them to shut up. Somehow this forms an alliance because now they're all teamed up and they're outside and they're they're making their way across the quad. I like that outside Annie is even like just to reiterate guys (laughs) like no let's Uh not. But because it's pretty much just for us, the audience, they're allied until they know that they're the last seven standing. So we get the sort of recap from Annie real quick. And Troy and Shirley are in the back. And uh, Troy's like, so you thinking what I'm thinking? And Shirley responds with, mm-hmm. I'm thinking our team is walking with God, which is a wild thing in a <laughs> uh, in a paintball uh situation well you know i don't know if that's too wild i think you know a, a lot of people are, are when they when they think about god they're thinking about god standing with them or walking with them whatever they do as long as it's righteous and i think a good old-fashioned fun of a paintball assassin tournament where the winner gets priority registration is good old-fashioned fun that god would be happy to to walk with surely on this I mean, I guess that's fair. Um, you are basically saying that. So I was originally going to argue with you, but because you're <laughs> saying that this that this paintball is righteous or virtuous or whatever word you sure. used, 
Um, but she is, she does want to win so that she can see her kids right. more. That as well. And so, you know, I can, I can see God being but like, I mean, yeah, about, I'm going to help you win this paintball game so you can spend more time with your sons. I mean, even think about basketball or football. Everybody's like afterwards, thank, thank God for, you know, standing with me, walking with me on this. And most people would re- recognize that football and basketball are inherently like not the most important thing. Um, but because it is not you know, a, a situation in which people are having fun, people are getting active, people are having, you know, in, in a good, you know, it's all in good fun. It's not a negative thing to anybody. You know, I think God does. Okay. I'm getting weirdly into a religion podcast, but I do uh-huh. think God, God walks with those that are having a good time in those situations. So they're not wrong. Nevertheless, that is not what Troy was thinking. <laughs> um, Troy was not thinking about God at all. He's not he's remotely. a warrior. He's a gladiator. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he is thinking that they might already be the only seven left, in which case this is our window to take out the others, which Shirley says is not a great PR move for black students. And Troy points out he's not a he's I'm not a gla- an ambassador. I'm a gladiator. And then mm-hmm. he he's as he stops to say this, he is also shot in his shoulder pads and he has proven wrong that they are not the last seven left. So, yeah, Troy's out and we find out pretty quick that it is the Glee Club because they are singing. They sing Hit Me With Your Best Shot, uh, which is um I mean, I feel like that is so again, it's another it's another dig on it's more many sure. more digs on yes, glee. We're, we're just gonna dig a whole grave for glee here. Uh but do you agree with Annie that it is uninspired? Well, so here's here's my thing, okay? Um and I'm not just saying that because you snuck up on me in the men's room while I was at a urinal. <laughs> well, That was was unexpected, I say, in both situations. Here's my thing. Um, The the thing is, is that on the one hand, I do feel like it's a little on the nose. Sure. But um, I feel like there is, uh, there's sort of two ways you can go, right? You can either be really on the nose, like we're singing about paintballing and whatnot. Right. Um, We're, we're, we're doing this this very on the nose thing um which you know it sort of has its its own cleverness to it right like sure. it it requires a the the knowledge of a vast repertoire of songs to be like what is a great um acapella version i can do for a paintball game that i already probably know uh-huh there's a certain sort of cleverness to that but also um in my household I just make parodies of literally everything to fit the situation. <laughs> sure. And that's the that's the route I go. Um, and it usually means I'm singing to the cats. Sure. As you do. Uh, come on, as we do. I believe it was just this morning that I was singing Don't You Want Me uh, about the cats. And I was like, I was working as a waitress in a catnip bar when I met Mew. Ooh. and see so like that's my that's my sure. way i go now my pro my i don't here, i don't go with the on the nose thing i make i sure. pa- i pave my own path right with but here's lyrics the, about cats sure but here's the problem with paving your own path when you're a part of a group 
you have to work together as part of a group. You can't. You have to pave the same path together. Look, if the people on whose line is it anyway can do the Irish drinking song and rhyme in sure. real time with Laura Hall, I think her name was on yes, piano. Yes, Laura, Laura Hall on piano. Uh, with Laura Hall on piano. They can do all that in real time. Your Glee Club can make up a song about paintball. Sure. Now, I, I do want to point out that they were going one by one in the Irish uh, drinking song part of... I, Go- don't, I don't care. Uh, no, I, I think it's quite important. <laughs> I, this I don't is know. why I don't watch Glee. I'm like, they're just singing songs that already exist. Why aren't they making it up in real time? There is a uh, uh, an SNL, uh, Cat and Garth on SNL, which is Fred Armisen and uh, Kristen Wiig, who would try to sing a song in unison and it would go terribly because they were improving it both at the same time. So so it would be difficult, I would say, to do that. And that's all my point is, really. Anyways, rants about Glee Club aside. Wow, we went, we went off on Glee Club for some reason. <laughs> Andrew in the chat does uh, mention a thing that we, we both forgot to mention where Shirley shouts, Troy made God mad when he gets shot. Uh, which is a very good line because it's very good. I agree. It is just like God's intervention in this paintball game is total. Like Troy made God mad by trying to turn on his friends. Sure. He immediately I mean, gets shot. In Shirley's mind, this is all of God's design. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hoping, you know, it, as as people often like when things bad things happen to people that are religious it's like well where was god is god no god's just teaching me a lesson like when shirley got pants last week uh-huh i try not to think about it that's so, fair uh so annie gets really mad at the glee club because she is like oh that uh hit me with her best shot real original like make come up with your own songs she doesn't she she, doesn't say all that she just says that's so uninspired you're giving a lot of you're getting a lot of jeff's you're getting a lot of jeff's line to annie right now allison brie says so much with a single line (laughs) and so that's basically that's what she says in her heart in Mm -hmm. her in her heart of heart of acting of heart Mm -hmm. so anyway she she gets shot by the glee club and then Jeff's plan is to sacrifice Pierce as the pawn that he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, Pierce, don't come over here. And Pierce is like, screw you. I'm going over there. And he gets taken out. And Jeff uses this as an opportunity to f- spot the Glee Club in the trees, pointing them out. And uh, the study groups takes them out. And they, f- as they follow the trees, uh, Jeff yells at them to write some original songs. Which is basically what Annie said in her heart of hearts. And in just conveyed it so well because Alison Brie is a treasure. Sure. And she put so much su- subtext in that line, making me correct and Mike can suck it. So. <laughs> well, that turned at the end there. I wasn't quite an- anticipating being told to suck it, but that's fine. It's It's weird that she dropped that in the performance where she was like, this is how I feel about Glee Club. Also, Mike from the podcast, it's going to happen 10 years from now. Sure. Can suck it. You know, I think Alison Brie might, might be a maestro then because it's <laughs> quite good. She's a treasure. She is a treasure. I'll say that. Even though she told me to suck it 10 years ago and only revealed it to me now. Uh-huh. I mean, but the, see, the thing is. That's the is layers that- in, an, in, in an actor's performance, though. 
the thing is, is that if Alison Brie handed you an envelope uh, in 2010 and was okay. like, it said on it, do not open until 2020. And then you opened it and then it just said, suck it. You'd be like, harsh, but like, I got dunked on. I appreciate um, the fact that you did not like suggest that I would melt into a puddle of like, of <laughs> anxiousness and can't uh-huh. believe this happening with if Allison Bree just showed up and handed me an envelope regardless and knew who I was. Right. So it cuts to that night. They are all to be fair. I would also melt into that puddle if Weird Al knew who I was and handed me a hey, one, one of these days. Um, Look, I, unless you want to see me have a legitimate panic attack about seeing Weird Al, like just like a love panic attack. It's going you're going to see me happen when I meet Weird Al for the first time. I'm just saying. It's going to be my new goal to get him on this podcast that he has nothing to do with. Uh, just be like, hey, come on the show and talk about community. They're, that night, they're all sitting in the cafeteria. Uh, they are sitting around a fire in a trash can. Uh, like it's, you know, just, just like a war-torn, post-apocalyptic sort of movie. Sure. It is great. They're all sitting around and they're talking about what they plan to do if they get the priority registration. Jeff wants to make his schedule airtight so he can graduate in three years instead of four. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, pretty it's good idea. Pretty I think. good. Britta wants to do uh, any class with no tests and no papers, uh, which is also, you know, pretty good. It's a slacker way to go about it. But, you know, I'd say it's still pretty good. Not bad. I, I think it's a good way to do it. Mm hmm. But Shirley wants to take all morning classes so she can come home and see her boys in the evening. And Britta immediately flips and is like, you know what? I say that if any of us wins, we give the prize to Shirley as a Mother's Day gift. And Abed immediately agrees. And Jeff immediately gets mad about it. Sure. Uh, he, he, he's like, you don't have to do that. I'm sick of you guilting people with your phony humanitarian shtick. They get into a whole fight about how she's a phony, and even though she's still going to do it, it's because she's a, still a phony. Uh, it's a whole thing. Abed and Shirley both just kind of look at each other and then pull their guns on the two of them because they are stick, sick of the shtick. They're, they're, <laughs> I can't say those words together. Sick of the shtick. They, they pull their guns because they're sick of the shtick and they are this close to just eliminating the two of them from paintball right. assassin but at that point post ironic disco stew uh comes in with his roller disco gang right and they a do the, f- the warriors reference come out and play mm-hmm. uh so there's a whole fight scene here in the cafeteria um it's got a lot of action that i'm not going to do a play-by-play on but it's it's pretty good However, in the process, uh, Shirley gets shot in the back at point blank, which, I mean, I know it's just paintballs, but that's got to hurt a It's going to be painful, yeah. Um, I think she, uh, she gives it, a, like, she's she lays down for the rest of the, the fight. Like, I think she it is painful. Oh, I, I can only imagine. Uh, Abed chases the last straggler of the, the disco roller gang off, and he comes back and he's like, Oh, they, they almost got me. And then uh, they look down at his shins and he has been shot uh, yep. several times from the looks of it. And he says, my legs. Britta goes over to help Shirley 
And I do, I do love this moment because she says in a very sort of weak voice, like, Shirley, I'm so sorry. I'm going home, Rita. I know, Shirley, I know. No, uh, seriously, I'm going home. Can you help me out? Oh, yeah, sure. And it's it's I, so over dramatic. And then Britta's like, I know. Britta, Britta, oh, I, know like, oh, I, I know, Shirley. I know. Like it is this dramatic moment, and then she's like, No, seriously, I'm going home. Can you help me up? Like yeah, it's very good. It's the, very very good. The level of over the top this episode does, while still like being good. Like this yeah. easily could have been a shark jumping episode, oh, sure. and somehow it's not. Yeah, it's the opposite. It's the shark. The the shark. Fonzie doesn't jump the shark. The shark jumps the Fonzie. And then they shoot at each other with paintball guns. You know, ha- Happy Days in our I, minds is was much cooler than Happy Days in real life. I hey. watched a lot of Happy Days. What we're describing is way more fun. <laughs> Shirley and Abed get up and they walk out of the cafeteria together. Uh, Jeff momentarily thinks he's been hit. Uh, because there's this big splotch on his tank top. Uh, but good news. It's just blood. Talk about luck. I do want to say, <laughs> I do love Jeff being like, oh, thank goodness. I'm only bleeding. Britta does tell Shirley that she's going to win the prize for her and her boys, which she says, oh, that's nice. And Jeff says, I'm mm-hmm. going to win it, but not for you and not for your boys. That's less nice. <laughs> which I always appreciate. It cuts to the dean's office it is 2 a.m the dean dean is freaking out yeah he's a mess he's worried that people well so okay his his line of logic is that he's gonna have to call the cops and then the cops are going to think that he's a bad dean (laughs) i love that that's that's the thought that's i'm a bad dean he's most worried about people thinking that he's a bad dean of a community college so Uh, good Chang is in the office and he says, hey, you should put me in the game because I'm a paintball pro. I go every week, like what, like every three weeks or like three times Uh, a week, three times a week, three times a week. He goes a lot. Three times a week. He brings his own. He's the kind of douchebag that brings his own equipment. Mm -hmm. That's a quote. I mean, one of the douchebags that brings in his own equipment. The dean says, but it's it's only open for students. You're you're not a student. You can change that. Enroll me in a class. So they enroll Chang in a class. They Um, they do laugh for a bit until Dean's like, Oh, what are your interests? It's like, oh, arts and crafts. Oh, I do I do watercolors. In the study room, Britta is dressing the wound. And they are making fun of the whole wounded soldier fantasy trope where uh, it's like, oh, this means we're moments from doing it. Like they're literally getting inches away from each other's faces and going. Yeah, yeah. They're they're totally making fun of the whole concept. Um, And Mm -hmm. then they kind of get we were we were having fun. But then we get a little bit real. And Britta's like, you know what? I am a phony. I try to act compassionate because I'm afraid that I'm not. She also says that Jeff helps more people even though he doesn't want to. Right. So then Which they is, can, I don't know how accurate that is, but she sure believes it. She sure believes it, and that means it's correct for Britta, which is, as we've discussed, Britta. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> they continue to joke, do that blah, 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 thing again, and then they just start making, they joke, make out, and then they start actually making out. Mm-hmm. I mean... And, and it would serve I'm the not, study group right for, if they did it right on the table. I'm not an expert in pretending to have sexual tension with friends, 
But I'm going to go out on a limb and say when you are literally inches away from the other's face going blah, 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 like we're pretending to make out, you're going to make out like. No, that seems you, legitimate. Yeah, th- there's there's no there's no turning that card around that that is one ticket to make outville. I don't <laughs> know why it's a car with tickets. Make outville. I think I turned it into. Uh, uh, I've got one ticket to Paris. One ticket to make outville. See, Ooh. I make my own. I roll my own. To be own. fair, we both we we came to it together. We were a group group effort on that See, one. See, we could have we could have sung it together. Take that, Glee Club. <laughs> this is just in. Good morning, Greendale. Cancelled. Mike and Ben go on a parody a duo group uh uh tour through all the concert venues that are open currently now in the world. So, so the problem. So our tour's over. The problem with always making up stupid parodies on the spot is that you suddenly become very good at it. And my brain immediately went to the lyrics. I've got one ticket to make out Ville. Sleep with me. I'm on the pill. Um, so I like how the 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 character that's singing this song is is it's I mean, I'm uh-huh. not I'm, a, I'm I will say I am unaware of a pill for a a male uh, uh-huh. uh, presenting person so assuming it's a you know a person that i mean that you is know feminine. it's just i'm just saying i'm not i'm not super proud that my brain like was just like yeah let's keep rolling with this to be fair <laughs> we this might not even make the podcast <laughs> yeah we'll see how i'm feeling when i edit it uh <laughs> some of this is only for the live audience to enjoy so yes there's some plot sex that happens uh, it cuts to um, Sorry, I have a big the, the diversion to plot sex. I do. My next uh, heading in this is after the sex. Um, I had Britta, after a well-placed commercial break, but fair. It's uh, commercials. It uh, that means they correct. do it over the span of one standard commercial break. So, you know, a couple minutes. A couple minutes. Um, yeah. And so after the sex, Britta puts is putting on her clothes uh, and then she pulls Je- a gun. Jeff is just kind of basking in it. Oh yeah, I mean he's he. I mean his he's goal only his since episode one was to bang Britta. So this has finally happened. Yeah, and he's only wearing his underpants on this table, hand mm-hmm. behind hands behind his head, just like enjoying it. It's a good time for for mm-hmm. Jeff. Uh, Britta is putting her clothes on, and then she pulls a gun on Jeff. And he's like, don't tell me you had sex with me just to win at paintball. And she says, no, I had sex with you. And now I'm going to win at paintball. Don't be gross. It's fair. There's a lot of being gross here. Um, but Jeff's like, can I get dressed before you assassinate me? So he starts getting dressed. Uh, she goes to shoot him. And there's a click because Jeff took the clip. So she was definitely going to do yeah. it. But and and they argue for a bit how gross that that hit, uh, that makes Jeff because he stole it before before sex so that they he knew that she was going to try to turn on him. Mm-hmm. And then Cheng comes in and it is like straight out of a John Woo film. John Woo, um, yeah. Uh, whereas you've got the like I don't know like I called it slow Asian opera, but I don't really know what I the actual no like not a clue genre would be but it is it is you know this like slow female vocal asian track (laughs) 
And he comes in and he just in slow motion just shoots up the whole place with a machine gun. Paintball and they're machine like, gun. Uh, yes, we've established that. Sure. Uh, yeah, but we're talking about Chang here. We don't know where Chang's coming from. Fair enough. Uh, they're like, you. this is for students only. And he's, he says, critical media literacy and politics of gender. Biatch. Like, he's enrolled in these classes now. He's officially a student. He can mm-hmm. do this. Uh, Britta offers to sacrifice her, herself for Jeff because he got the drop on her and she lost. Give me, mm-hmm. and then uh, kisses him to distract him to get his clip of uh, of, of uh, paintballs. Mm-hmm. This but is while when, also oh. it while also it sort of plays into that trope of like we're about to like do this like one last smooch like sure it has a function but also it really plays into that trope uh, right. for the aesthetics of it which I really like. So Chang throws down his automatic gun and pulls out two golden pistols to see Britta emerging from cover and they circle around the room shooting at each other and then two paintballs smash into one another mid-flight exploding paint onto both of them and Chang kind of like acts like he's been sh- literally shot with with a with a real gun. Jeff has uh has won uh which is great news except Chang is still laughing and right. uh he's like what are you laughing about? He says maybe is that there's no such thing as priority registration. Or maybe it's this. And he opens up his, his, uh, we should, we didn't even mention he's wearing like a whole suit. Yeah. Like. He's wearing suit and, uh, uh, sunglasses. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, he it op- struck he- me a little bit like Scarface, but I know that I've not watched Scarface, so I don't I know. Mean, I think I'm it's, from. I think it's just like a John Woo thing, right? That's fair. Like, uh, so he opens up the, the jacket and he's got a whole paint bomb. <laughs> and so Jeff does an epic leap away from the um mm-hmm. from the study room as it blows up in green paint yeah the whole study room is just covered in this green paint and just the cl- the doors just closed he goes to the dean's office the dean is he very calmly making himself some tea jeff bursts in and he's, uh, he's shouting dean and it's all very die hard he sort of has like yeah. a limp like uh john mcclane at the end of die hard uh his his Chekhov's tank top is is all just just grody and and dirty just like the end of die hard Uh the dean says Um, it's a good look on him i mean it is and anything's a good look on on, he also comes in with chang's machine gun the dean's like okay look i messed up when i promised priority registration but you know, I've got this, and he holds up a DVD player, not a Blu-ray player. Very but it does explicitly not Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Jeff shoots up the office with the paintball gun, um, and then uh, the and the dean hides behind the desk, and then the dean pops up, and he he's like, you know, what 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 do you even want? And so, uh, well, the, first the dean asks, "Did you get it out of your system?" And Jeff starts laughing. It's like almost and grabs a gun that's taped to his back and fires a paintball directly into the Dean's forehead. And so uh, the next day, um, everything's going back to normal. Everything is remarkably cleaned up. Uh Uh-huh. Janitors are doing a very quick job of of cleaning up all that paint. This was 2 (laughs) a.m. Incredible. Jeff shows up. Uh, so let me back up. Uh, Jeff and Britta are walking down the hall and they're both like, it didn't happen. Not because it was a mistake. It just didn't happen. Nothing's like, changed. We don't need to talk about it. No need to mention it. It didn't happen. 
Um, nothing has changed. And as soon as they walk into the study room, Abed's like, something's different. Yeah. And it, it throws them for a loop. They are not happy about that. Um, uh, Jeff but, reveals to the rest of the group that he has emerged victorious and in a moment of uh, kind of off the cuff decides to award it to Shirley. Um, but for legal purposes, she has to claim that she has gout now and mm-hmm. walk with and she just, for the next she just nods semester. like, uh-huh. Like, you know, she's fine. She It's about seeing her kids. So sure. she can pretend she has got gout for a semester. And both Britta and Jeff didn't see that coming, mm-hmm. what his action would be. So yeah, when when Jeff's like, yeah, I didn't see that coming either. Uh, Abed's like, so you didn't feel that? No one senses anything different. And, and everybody like, starts nope. touching the tables. Like, is this different? And the last shot is just Abed kind of like I think it's a slow zoom on Abed, just kind of uh, looking tense and vaguely weirded out. Um, it cuts to the tag, which is fine. Troy's leaving a voicemail for Abed about meeting at the flagpole. My favorite is when he just decides to go Michael Jackson with it. And then immediately he's like, no, that was just stupid. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, Jeff's so pissed that he's like, your girlfriend is going to meet you at the flagpole in 10 minutes. Bye. And he's like, did I sound like a jerk? Yep. So he tries it again. And, um, and they both realize maybe we should just send a text message. So yeah, that is the end of the episode, and that means that it is time for great. It's no surprise for me. I love this episode. I think it's great. It's an A plus. Um, I have zero complaints about it. It is a very fun episode. It is. I mean, it's it's a classic community episode. It's it's sort of legendary. Um, there was. A meme going around Twitter at one point that was like, name the the most perfect episode of television uh, in the last 10 years. Um, and this, this is not my answer because there is actually a different community episode that is, is my answer. But many people reference this as like the perfect sure. episode of television from the last 10 years. Even though it's not my answer, it's it's hard to disagree with because it is a very good episode. It masterfully does all these. Uh, well, so like, for example, I, I was reading a thing um, is actually the review um, on the AV club for this okay. episode um, when it was new. So it was like this wasn't a retrospective or anything. This right, was this like it aired last after. week. And so I'm reviewing it. And the thing that the reviewer wrote was that just how how well it is an homage to the entirety of the action genre. Well, and you don't need to know any specific reference like there. It is chock full of references. I'm sure we sure. missed a lot. Absolutely. But then it's also got all of these. Um, it's also got all of these other specific movie references, um, you know, Die Hard, Terminator, uh, the John Woo, all sorts of specific ones. And it manages sure. to do both. You don't need to catch a single one of those specific references for this to still be good. Right. And that is such a thin line to draw because there are definitely things like I love the um, uh, chicken finger episode. Sure. I know that there episode. are things that I'm missing in that episode because I've not seen Goodfellas. Sorry, Greg. This one, I don't feel bad if I'm missing a thing. Like there sure. are things that they'll say and I'm like, I think that's a I think that's a reference. But I don't need to because this whole episode is just so fun. 
It's classic for a reason. And like I said at the beginning, this is, you could definitely make a case for uh, the Chicken Fingers, Goodfellas uh, reference to be sort of that turning point in community. I would tend to consider this sort of more of that because this one's more outlandish. Like this sure. one, like the idea of taking over a school with Chicken Fingers is... You know, it's pretty out there. But this is like we literally had a whole I mean, they literally are lighting fires. Yeah, they literally took over this college. In like it is wild. So you could make an argument for both. I consider this sort of like the moment when it's like, oh, community is bigger than what it said it was on the label. Right. I can't say enough nice things about this episode. Uh it is an A plus. As for me, I think I think you gave it an A plus, and and, and I want to make sure that your review is complete because because we did. Oh yes, you okay. Yes, uh, my review is complete. I gave it an A plus. Okay, so right at the bat, A plus, no doubt about it. No, this is a no doubter. This is so easy. It's it's a it's a dunk of a slam variety. The thing that that kind of gobsmacks me a little bit is that this is twenty two minutes of television. This yeah, is a twenty two minute so much. television show. Um, about the uh, the fact th- this is a commu- a telev- comedy television show that takes 22 minutes about a-, a group of students at a community college. And the fact that they are so wild and so idealistic to jump it into a, you know, an action movie and in take over the entire show cuz so many so many shows will be like oh here's an here's our homage to die hard but it's like mm-hmm. we're winking at it and like we're not nobody's actually in danger or anything like that but we're not playing it entirely straight this is played straight and it's just the wildest risk to take because like like you mentioned earlier this could easily have been just the biggest disaster and say this wasn't good. This wasn't pl- paced well. This didn't make sense. But instead, this is a triumph. I'm uh, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to be hyperbolic here. But this is a triumph of the the art form of t- television. I think because it is just so terrific to paint. It's it's certainly not a drama, and it's trying not. It's not trying to be. But the fact that it can honestly be such a chameleon to jump into this genre of action while still maintaining its own DNA, but also know exactly what makes action movies tick and reference them and also keep an idea of the characters. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's such a wild example of craftsmanship with media that it is, you know, I'm again, I'm probably being hyperbolic and a little bit too much, but I love this episode of television. I think it's tremendous. I agree with you that this is this and I think this and poultry kind of go together as community is thinking much wider than we are giving it credit for. So I, I love it. I, it's an A plus. If I could give it more, I would give it another plus. If I, if I were the teacher from a Christmas story, I'd be writing pluses around the entire wall, (laughs) Uh um, which is my favorite scene of a Christmas story. Um, this is, this is triumph. This is tremendous. We would like to know what you think about this episode. Uh, does this episode live up to the hype? Because it is a, 
very, very hyped up episode. Uh, and clearly we both love it. We want to know if you think it's worth the hype, if it's good, if it if it lives up to the action films on which it is uh, the giants on which uh, mm-hmm. it is standing on shoulders. That's terrible. Sure. Terrible words. Eh, um, we've already used up all, all our good ones. We've used up the good words uh, talking about sexing each other. So right. anyways. We did talk um, a lot about having sex with each other, didn't we? <laughs> a little bit. <clears throat> uh, that's fine. We want to know all this uh, and more. Um, I don't remember anything we talked about I don't, that isn't part of this this episode. Other look, than for apparently once, sexing for each once other. we were like, let's talk about this episode. Get into it. Oh, this actually leads into another thought I had. You can really tell the quality of the television show that we're watching by the fact if we want to stay on topic or not. Because we did not want to stay on topic last week, and it was bad. Oh, no. But we wanted to stay on topic, and it was good. Uh. I bet there's so, yeah. some like like somebody out there is going to do a statistical plot of when we gave it a good grade and how little we talked about it. You can uh, reach out to us uh, many ways. You can tweet at us at Good Greendale. You can find a contact form to reach us by email at goodmorninggreendale.com. It also has a link to our Patreon page where uh, today was our live episode. Um, what a, a what an episode to do live. Um, $5 and up Patreon patrons got to watch us live. Uh, Mike has a my, green screen. It, just enjoy all the shenanigans I did with my green screen, including becoming a ghost and also putting Weird Al behind me. Uh, it got really weird. Uh, if you want to get in on that fun or just support us, uh, even, you know, even a dollar is great. Uh, if you can't, that is also great. We'll keep, uh, giving you all the, the free content, uh, which is our amazing takes on <laughs> I, I love, um, I love the breaks you put on that because we, we are, we don't know why amazing? you listen, but hopefully you enjoy it. And, uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate uh we appreciate you listening whether or not you are a patreon patron um thanks to our patreon patrons who joined the chat tonight um laura and matt and andrew uh were all hanging out and talking to us and uh it was a lot of fun i i always love these live episodes they are a little bit of extra work but they're totally worth it Mm -hmm. And now even more worth it because I have a green screen that I can put weird stuff behind my head. Uh, his name's Weird Al. Anyways. Um, well, I mean, all, there's other stuff. There will so be more stuff. Think about that. There will be more stuff. That's going to do it for us this week. Until next time uh, when we are talking about a much more regular episode of Community that doesn't involve school-wide paintball. Unfortunately. That's going to be a bit. It's going to be I mean, a bit look, so we talk about more Here's the thing. Paintball. If every episode was a paintball, you can't eat paintball episodes every day. That's true. Say. It's, I, I like to have a little paintball episode as a treat. Exactly. Until next time, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I, I wish, wish you luck. luck.